Now, I have to say, how confident are you in our ability to, to conduct this show that, that, that this is going to be available for all to watch in live time? Um, Matt, we've done it every <laughs> week. for This is our 55th. No, no, not the show in general. I mean, like, this, this episode about the U.S. things. Do you have a lot of, oh. like, do you have a lot of information, a lot of research? Well, A, yes, I feel I have a competent amount of research, okay. but also B, I, I never edit the shows. So even the ones that don't go well, I, it's not like I edit out when we fail. So really, it was going to go up whether or not we succeeded I, or failed. I, I thought there was a little bit of editing. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, I, I, <laughs> unless there's like an, unless there's a technical issue where like Skype crashes, I edit or yeah. like we said, but we, I, I honestly don't think I've really ever edited outside. Yeah, I was going to say that's very time consuming. But yeah, so we'll be we'll be live. But I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Half if the you fun have, of us is just confident. If you have a competent amount of information, I do have a competent. I say amount we of go for it because I, I don't really have. I, I did some. I did some research, but I'm not. We'll be. I'm fine. not that pleased with myself. We'll or, or, be fine. I just hope we didn't look up the same things. You've got no worries. I promise. But, and again, we don't get paid for this. So wait, we don't. What have you not been telling me, Sean? I mean, Where? some of us get paid. <laughs> okay. With all the ads we get on Facebook. Are getting these checks? Are they lost in the mail? Yeah, I'm sorry. I must have the wrong address. Uh, My bad. They keep saying Sean Jennings on them. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's just get started. Let's just do it. Coming up on this episode of Up for Debate, we're talking official U.S. symbols. What does that mean? Well, the official things of the United States. You know, we may have an official flag or an official bird or an official motto, but we don't have an official muffin or an official sport. So Matt and I are going to discuss those, pick a few of our favorites, and debate the best things in the United States. Join us, because Up for Debate is going to start for you right now. This is Up for Debate, episode number 55, recorded July 7th, 2016. The official podcast of the United States. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the podcast that bleeds red, white, and blue. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by our very own Uncle Sam. Uh, he wants you. It's, uh, it's Matt Mariani. I feel like I... Should have worn some more patriotic attire for this occasion. <laughs> yeah, uh, close enough. Oh, well. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, Mr. Sean Jennings? Oh, doing Jennings great. Of the North. I'm excited to be there. It's actually much cooler in here now that, you know, my ceiling fan works. So that's pretty Jennings good. from the block. Yeah, you know me. I'm, I'm, I'm fresh to death. Home slice. Uh, yeah, no, this is exciting because um, I think we got a, a fun topic. And, and, of course, Matt, we had a lot of fun last week coming up with our own baseball team. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of now, fun. Before we get into tonight's topic, I just feel like I want to amend something that we, um, we agreed on last week. I couldn't entirely remember. The mascot of the Grits, was her name... What was her name? I, I actually made notes. I actually have written written okay. evidence here. It is Gretchen we, the Grits. Gretchen. Okay, it was Gretchen. All right. Because we just you, wanted to make sure. Think? For some reason, I don't know why. I like a thought occurred to me, um, like like an hour or two later. I thought we had named her Gertrude the Grit. I thought it I think was Gertie. Gretchen, I thought it was Gertie the no, Grit. No, Gretchen makes a lot more sense. It does, and it's and I'm better. Glad, I'm glad we stuck with Gretchen. Gretchen is better. Go with your Gretchen's first idea. So I'm, I'm glad. I can rest easy tonight. Yeah. Lost a lot of sleep over that one. <laughs> well, Gretchen. Listen, like, the kids love Gretchen. Well, who doesn't love a mascot named Gretchen? Gretchen. Gretchen. That was um, Mean Girls, right? Wasn't there a character named Gretchen? I think so. That sounds right. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. Oh, my God. Do you know only four people like our Facebook page? We have a Facebook page? Yeah, that's what we're that's we're live streaming <laughs> on it, Matt. Just kidding. No, so I, I don't think you are, actually. But maybe that's why we only have four likes. Good thing we're 
not the official podcast of Facebook. Yeah, that I find very unlikely to happen. But you you know, you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash up for debate TV and sometimes watch us do this live. If you like us, then you might you might be able to receive an official grits hat. You know, Matt, you're, you, we, we really should run a Facebook contest. <laughs> we really should, because we did on the Goldilocks Zone, which is funny. You remember we ran a, uh, on our way back, we ran the Marvel contest in our, like our first couple episodes. Yeah, I remember uh, that. We got we to gotta maybe bring that back and get some Facebook likes. Or I could just buy them. You know, Facebook just, just lets you buy likes. You just put the cash down. You own them. It's capitalism at its finest. There's, there's a reason why Don't Panic has 3,000 likes. It's because Colby got free ad credits when he worked at Facebook. So uh, <laughs> most of those people are from Mexico and have never heard of the show. Anyway, we're getting off the rails here as usual. Let's get to the topic at hand, Matt. You may not know this, but the United States as a whole, um, to some degree, but also almost every state in the union, the lawmakers have nothing to do. You know, they, they don't need to pass laws or hold uh, committees or do any actual work, right? They get some downtime. They get some downtime. So they like to fill their downtime by passing bullshit bills that declare official things of that given state or country. Most of the time, paid for by lobbyists. Let's be honest, uh, there's a reason why the yogurt industry pushed to make yogurt the official snack of New York State. Go figure. Yogurt. Yeah, that's, you know what? That was, was one of the things that I scratched that off my list. I wanted to talk to you about that. About what? Yeah, about yogurt being the official oh, it's snack bullshit. It's bullshit. It's, it's so stupid. And it's, and it's literally because the yogurt industry wanted to move a bunch of production to New York and threatened not to do so unless they made it the official snack. Oh, see, now I didn't, I didn't really look up the nasty history about it. I just, I just was like, wow, y- why is yogurt, why is that? Yeah, I you know what I assumed is just because, um, to be fair, upstate New York does produce a lot of um, dairy. There's a lot of cattle, mm-hmm. and I figured yogurt, dairy. That's where I. That's only. That's where I saw the connection coming. Well, here's the problem, Matt. Do you know what was invented in New York State? Not yogurt. The potato chip. Oh yeah. So why wouldn't it be the potato chip? They didn't invent yogurt in New York. So was pizza. Like American pizza. Oh, well, American-style pizza. Sure, sure, sure. That would have made sense. Although pizza's not really a snack. Debatable. No, pizza that, sticks that, that is are a snack. Oh, pizza sticks. Well, pizza what, uh, Totino pizza rolls? <laughs> Totino's pizza rolls. Authentic New York-style Totino's Over pizza rolls. Were invented. Probably also New York. Um. So, yeah, so yogurt. That, so, now... You know who has a pretty awesome snack, official snack, is the state of Massachusetts. Their official state snack happens to be the chocolate chip cookie. Yes. Yes, it does. And the official state dessert, I believe, is uh, Boston cream pie. The Boston cream pie. It's amazing. The random, the official donut is the Boston cream donut. Oh, I didn't know they had an official donut. But that's, that's the point of this episode, right, is because there's so much... Stupid. The official have... muffin of Massachusetts is the cranberry muffin. Eh, wrong. It's not? No. What's the official muffin, Charlie? That would make more sense. No, it's the corn <laughs> muffin, the crappiest <laughs> muffin alive. That's the worst muffin I of know. All. You know what? You guys have the best snack and probably, arguably, the best pie. So, um, you I know what? The, the crappiest muffin, Give it or take it or leave it. Massachusetts has an official children's author and children's illustrator. The official really? state children's author. Do you know who it is? A Massachusetts native? No. Name, just name the most famous children's author and illustrator. Dr. Seuss. There you go. Theodore uh-huh. Geisel. Good job. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Or guys. There are a lot of official state things. And so we decided, we, you and I, decided... That the United States, the problem with the United States, Matt, is that we actually have very few official things. There is no official snack of the United States. There is no official uh, uh, song. Well, there is the the official anthem. There's no official song. There's no official sport. None of these. And if you you want, I I could run down real quick. And this is just to prove how short the list is. 
I can run down the list of official U.S. things that I came up with and found. Okay. You ready? Yeah, go for it. Official U.S. bird, bald eagle. Makes official sense. U.S. mammal slash land animal, the bison. Um, official U.S. flower, the rose. Official U.S. tree is the oak. And that, that's where the list ends. Those are the only official U.S. things that I came across. Well, you in you my missed list. a few. Oh, and what else? Well, the National March is uh, Stars and Stripes Forever. Oh, I, I, I read that. I thought that was – that's a given. And, of course, uh, what, national- is it, what is an official march? What? Well, Massachusetts has an official state march, the road to Boston. Penguin March. The March of the Penguins. <laughs> and March no, that's Madness? The, that's the Alaska. The March Madness. <laughs> no, and the uh, and the official motto is In God it, We Trust. Oh, that's right. The, the motto. Yeah. But otherwise, no, you hit on uh, you hit on all of them. It's very few. It's very few. No, not. Is that the official motto? Isn't it E Pluribus Unum? Well, that's the unofficial, according to Wikipedia. Oh. Yeah, Wikipedia. I'm having an issue with my computer charger at the moment. Okay, well, I'll keep talking. Right now, it's being the official worst computer <laughs> charger in the world. I think we just need to call everything the official blank. It, it just it somehow tied itself in a knot that's now caught on the end of my couch. And you, I don't know how you always end up with these problems, Matt. It's just being officially a pain in the butt. <laughs> being officially the worst. <laughs> So that's that's the list. I was surprised to find out, personally, that the the United States did not have an official sport. I kind of have always assumed, being that it's referred to as the national pastime, that baseball was considered the national sport of the United States. But well, I guess well, that is uh, a contested opinion. Well, you know what's interesting is most of... Again, as we talked about, the reason states have official things is for a couple reasons. One, they got talked into doing it by some lobbying group or something. Two, you know, for example, the official state sport of Massachusetts is basketball because basketball was invented in Massachusetts. You know, there's usually a reason why a state has an official something. You know, the Boston cream pie was invented in Boston. That's why it's the official dessert. So the problem with the United States is everything great was invented here. You know, you, you can't pick... There's While so many baseball op- is America's pastime, we invented all the great sports of the world, including soccer, which I'm just explaining <laughs> we came up with. So, you know, I think it's really hard to get consensus. It is. Um, I think you're. I think you're partially right. Not about the. Not about soccer being invented here, because that's not right. No but football. We didn't invent soccer. We did. Now it's just going to get confusing. It's just going to become a big debate over what do we what do we call it? Footy or okay, footy. soccer. Footbag? No, that's hacky sack. Yeah, um, but I think you're right about you're right on track about um, when you're talking about how a lot of good things were invented here. Most of the good things, mm-hmm. a lot of good things, a lot of bad things too, but a lot of good. Things. <laughs> Mostly good things. We're gonna focus on the awesome things. I yeah. hope. Um, so I guess we should jump right into it. What uh? So what do you want to take a look at first. I mean, there are a lot of different things. Most official state things are, you know, colors and flags and mottos and nickname. The United States has most of those. Then there's a lot of flora and fauna stuff. So the official bird, the official dog, fish, tree, flowers, grass, insects, all that kind of stuff. There's geology. So there's a lot of fossils and minerals and rocks and official things of that. Um, and there's kind of the funky stuff like official dances, the official. Uh, food and beverage, uh, musical instruments, songs, sports, toys, ships, um, and the list goes on. Hmm. So we can start with some, maybe food. some of the the more simple stuff, like the official, um, the, the official, official food, the what? Food. Well, the official food. We're going to have to be more specific because it could be the official nut, the official fruit, the official dessert, the official beverage, grain, grape. But there's no like food, food. There's no like the official dinner of the United States. Well, there's a state pie in Florida. Steak pie. No, state. 
pie. Oh, state pie. That's yes, the key we, line. Pie. It is the key. Very good. We could just do I, trivia. I, I just uh, yeah, like right before the show. Snack food and, and right. jellies and donuts. And so we could just pick soft so drinks. we definitely can't. Oh, no. All right. Maryland has a state food. It does. Is yeah. it the crab cake? Well, it's the blue crab. Yeah. The blue crab, which is an animal. When you uh, think about it. <laughs> I wonder what the, <laughs> see, now I want to look up what the state animal of Maryland is, because I wonder if it's also the blue crab. <laughs> I think it's the terrapin, because I know the University of Maryland, their mascot is the terrapin, which is a tur- basically a turtle. It's like a it's like a greenback turtle or something. Um, well, the, the official crustacean is the blue crab. Now we're getting we're getting a little crazy here. Official crustacean and the official wow. horse is the thoroughbred horse. Isn't that like all horses? Is a th- gosh, we're going really yeah, we're going into the, down into the rabbit hole already. I mean, at minimum, you're going to learn something. Okay, so let's go back to official food. Let's say the official fruit. Let's just start at the okay. official fruit. Okay. What would be that the sounds- official fruit of the United States of America? I have a choice. Got to be like the cherry. Yours, the cherry. See, I would have yeah. said the apple. All right, go ahead. Why, why do you think it's the cherry? I'm going with the cherry solely based on the uh, completely fictional and um, and like culturally appropriated story of uh, George Washington and the cherry tree, that whole bit. Uh, that's just the one reason it jumped into my mind. Second reason... Because you have the cherry blossoms, which um, appear every spring, right on the, um, the, uh, the, the mall, the National Mall and the, the Capitol. So if the, the capital of your country uh, has this reverence for cherry blossoms, which, by the way, were gifts from the Japanese consulate, um, uh, then I think that that's important. Also, cherry wood and cherry, like cherry, you got like things made out of cherry wood, and they, that I'm just saying it's a it's a resource that we use a lot for decorative purposes or for to make things look nice. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with the cherry. Um, decent choice. I think those are all fair points. I wish Wait, I had thought of it. Yeah, go one ahead. more. Uh huh. The cherry on top of the ice cream. It's often thought of as the pinnacle of success. It's a metaphor. It's, it's I'm making a metaphor here. Sure, sure, sure. So, like the United States is the cherry on top of the world Sunday. All right, I like that. I like that. See, I always said the apple, and here's why. First of all, Johnny Appleseed, one of the great American folk stories. All right, a lot of history there. Uh, apple pie, which I think if we talk about the most American dessert, that's at best, you know, at worst, a contender. At at best, the the pick. Um, it is one, It is the second most widely eaten fruit in America. Um, it is um, grown all across our country and cultivated here in America. I don't even know where cherries grow. Where where do we get cherries from? Do they grow in the U.S. or do we do we ship those in from somewhere? Like cherries grow. I, I could look up where. I'm pretty sure you would like the Midwest. Like, I think it's a prairie fruit. You know, like oranges grow in Florida. I could be totally and, and wrong. I don't know where cherries come from. Um, completely wrong. Buy them at the but. Kroger. Uh, so I, I oh. know, and I think apples have a lot of variety, like America. Uh, that's that's kind of stretching it a bit. Um, I think. Oh. What? Uh, yeah. Okay. So apparently, most cherries in the United States. Not to interrupt your no. your stream of thoughts there, but. The majority of cherries are grown in Washington, California, Oregon, Wisconsin, and Michigan. So the Midwest and the West Coast. Makes sense. Um, But a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot more come from Europe or are grown in Europe. But the majority of the ones that we have here are local, local grown. So... The problem I have with those, and I would also put up banana as a contender only because it's the most eaten fruit in America. The problem is none of those come from America originally, yeah. historically. You know what? They're not I, I'm starting to rethink my option here because the cherry, yeah, the cherry doesn't. The apple doesn't. So would I don't you think like, the apple's indigenous. Would you like to know fruits of North American origin? I would definitely like to know that. Um, um, 
they're not very good. I imagine there being a lot. No, it's a lot of berries. A lot of berries. Yes. Your blueberry, strawberry, cranberry. Wild um, berries. All of those and a lot of other. How about those oranges? Those are probably indigenous. Um, I don't think they are. I think they're more tropical. They're not on this list. They're, yeah, but I mean indigenous for like Florida, southern states, but um, like mainly Florida, tropical states. I'm going to look that up. California, but... even though it's not tropical, I think has oranges. Southern, maybe. Let's see. Wikipedia page. Orange, parentheses, fruit. I know the climate in Florida is perfect for oranges, usually. Sometimes it gets too hot or too dry. History. The oranges unknown in the wild state is believed to have originated in southern China, northeastern India, and perhaps southeast Asia, and were first cultivated in China around 2500 BC. <sighs> Citrus fruits were uh, introduced Fine. to well, Europe in the 11th century. Totally did not know that. Well, okay, the 11th century. That's That's still a pretty long time ago, we can agree. They were brought uh, on, the, on, the human, on the human scale. They were brought to Florida in 1565 by Spanish okay, missionaries. That's, that's pretty recent. All right, it's, that's not an indigenous. Then we can rule it out. No, no but I do like. I do like. 16th century is definitely too late. Oh, the black cherry. The black cherry is from yeah. America. Okay. Uh, oh. See, we're learning all kinds of things. We are. This this will be our most fact filled per minute. The most fact filled episode we've ever done. Up for debate, where we debate nothing, but we <laughs> just read off Wikipedia facts. <laughs> we just examine. We're just an audiobook version of Wikipedia. We can just call this microscope to the mundane. That's a really good name. Why didn't you pitch that when we were coming up with episode with the show titles? <laughs> I feel like that's more like a subtitle than a name. I think that'd make a great name for a show. Microscope to the mundane. Oh, oh man, where's my pen? I gotta write that down. That's a mundane good... microscope. No, I liked it the other way. Microscope, microscope to the mundane. The mundane. It's pretty That's, much what we do every week. We hold up a microscope. Your first book needs to be titled that, Matt. Yeah. And it would have the alliteration, too. Matt Mariani. You son of a bitch. Microscope I'm so to the mundane. Is that orange juice you got there? No, it's more San Pellegrino. So I had the lemon yesterday. Oh, and it's orange. Have you had San Pellegrino? It's fancy. Mr. San Pellegrino. No, it doesn't even smell Is that good. what you Texans drink? Do the other Texans know you're drinking San Pellegrino? <laughs> no. It was on sale at the store. Someone must be buying it. I can't be the only one. I never had it. Uh, well, like a lot. Like I've had it. but yeah, it's it pretty sale. good. I've had it here and there. Um, so do you want to you want to segue into official drinks? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great. So official, I'm going to say it was with the black official. cherry. I think the black cherry. Wow, okay. So you're changing your... Well, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. It's cherry. We just got to pick the one that came from the United States. The black cherry is indigenous. Yeah, I was going to maybe change to a berry, like a blueberry. Uh, I know that New England kind of has a monopoly on the, the nice berries, like yeah. cranberry and blueberry. You know what, Matt? We'll let the viewer decide. Always. Oh, we always let the viewer decide. <laughs> All right. Yes, official beverages. Now, um... A lot of states just picked a single... Some states do like the more specific types of beverages, like the official beer or the official blank. Um, yeah. I think we should just keep it high level. If you can drink keep it, it it's a beverage. And, you know, there are a lot of... Oh, my God. One... Hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Twenty states Likes have... on our Facebook. Oh. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> then we'd really be rolling in the dough. No. <laughs> um, apparently, 20 states have the same state beverage, which is kind of baloney. So that really should be the national beverage, you would think. Um, if almost half the states have the same official is it Coca -Cola? beverage. Oh, it's 21. Actually, it says right at the top of the article, I didn't have to count 21. No, it is not Coca-Cola. Is it Gatorade? It is not Gatorade. It's not Gatorade. Although Flor it? Florida, actually, that would be really a good idea. No, Florida, it's orange yeah. juice. I guess that also yeah. makes sense. Indiana's is water. <laughs> how how Indiana? <laughs> Doesn't be the most boring, plain oh, thing man. ever. That's great. Great job, Indiana. The, the, the you know what? As long as it wasn't like, um, I know in NASCAR there's this tradition, I which I didn't know about. Just found out about recently where the winner of the Indy 500 gets uh, milk 
dumped on them. So I was thinking maybe milk would be their state beverage. And you know, there was a big controversy a few years back because, you know, um, I don't know if it's still the case. Powerade was a big sponsor and they have a car or they had a car. I don't know if they still do. And, and that car won. And they were mad that they didn't dump Powerade on the guy. <laughs> and they got really upset. And they're like, we sponsor and we spend all this money and you dump, you know, you don't dump Powerade on it. So well, honestly, how many, how many, um, now you're a marketing guy, so yeah. you can answer this. How, how many, um, how many consumers do you believe they, they, they lost or did not gain? How many, I should say it that way. How many consumers did they not get from not being able to dump the Powerade on the race car, man? Well, that's not the reason you, the reason you put up a stink is because it was it probably in his contract that the only liquid you can legally have poured on you is, is Powerade and you broke really? the contract. Really? You think that would be It's, in it's not about the customers. It's just, because a lot of, a lot of the kind of product placement where, you know, a celebrity vouches for Coke, but they're spotted drinking a Pepsi by the paparazzi, like the companies get really mad because they spend a ton of money. And they, they, they just get mad that their contract violates. So it's more that than the, uh, than whether or not you lose a customer. It's just that, you know, you, you want to get what you pay for. I didn't think of it from that side of things. I just thought, you know, the bottom line of marketing is making money. No, I don't think you'll lose a customer for that. Spreading your brand. Yeah. I think the, just the simple fact that the car says Powerade uh, is probably enough. It doesn't say milk. Is anybody drive a milk car? I want to say milk has sponsored, you know, when they had Got Milk and all that. I think. I remember that. Yeah, I remember when the athletes were sponsored by Got Milk. Yeah, that was a thing. And Matt, you'll be happy. Do you want to know what state, what 21 states have in common as their yeah, state beverage? I guess. Is it milk? It's milk. Wow. Okay. That was my next guess. I was just going basically region by region. Rhode Island's like is coffee milk. Coca-Cola. Coffee milk, nice. Which is great. Uh, let's see. A few others. Nebraska's state soft drink is Kool-Aid, which isn't a soft drink. I didn't even think of that as a soft drink. Alabama yeah. only has a state spirit, and it's whiskey. Uh, <laughs> California's state beverage is wine. Um, let's see. South Carolina's state hospitality beverage is South Carolina-grown tea. That's a little You know what I'd really like to know is the, and I think the viewers would like to know as well, is what is the beverage of... Alaska. Um, they don't have one. Damn. Yeah. What, what a disappointment. Only it, only 28 states have an official beverage. I wanted it to be like some kind of... In, in, like Yak's milk or something? Yeah, or something. Yeah. Something, something like that. Some kind of really rugged thing. Oh, well. So what would be the official beverage of the United States? Now, we could say milk. Again, 21 out of 50 states agree that that is their official beverage. But we don't have to pick that. So, Matt, what do you what do you think? What should be the official beverage of the United States? Don't think too hard. I think you got to go with you got to go with good old Coke or Pepsi. I, I cola. I think right? cola, cola should be should be the. That's kind of like our. It's almost like our gift slash our curse to the world is like this sugary drink that can cause diabetes. That's <laughs> like. It's quintessential America, and I think it's it's quintessential America in this global era. I Absolutely, think it, the brand itself, right up there with McDonald's, the New York Yankees, and uh, let's think of another really good one: um, a car, Chrysler, maybe. Put it put it this way: when "hello" is the most commonly known word around the globe, and Coca Cola is the second. Yeah, I there think, you go. I think cola That's has bad. really. You know, do uh, you read articles about guys who go to, you know, tribes in, in the Amazon that haven't ever talked to people, but somehow they know what Coca-Cola is? I mean, it's kind of crazy, but I think Coca-Cola, through a combination of the beverage itself, you know, the, the, the sweet, tangy taste of cola, mixed with the advertising and the, the emotion behind, you know, there's a reason Coca-Cola advertises happiness, right? That's their big marketing gimmick. It's because it is one of those products in America that have been around for so long and has been so ingrained in our culture that it has an emotional connection to it. And very few products get that way. And so I think it is uniquely American in that respect. Um, it, it, it really it wasn't necessarily invented here, but it was made popular here. Um, and I don't think cola would be as popular as it is today if not for the United States. Now, it, it, it's not a very positive pick. You no. know, it's not particularly healthy or it doesn't say good things. 
but I think it's the right choice. It's a hard choice. Oh, but we're we're going to pick V8 is, is our drink. Like, come on, really? Kale we're juice? Not, we're not the most health conscious country. No, we're not. And that's, hey, I'm okay with that. I hate on our breakfast episode, we professed how much we like juice. We could have picked juice. But then again, juice is yeah. kind of... But then which juice? There's a beer. whole bunch of... Beer could be a fun apples. pick. But beer's no, not... I, there's there's so many other countries in the world that yeah. have that beat when it comes to beer that I don't think we'll beer is in our official interest. I think cola's a good I would definitely pick. go with... I'd go with... I think, yeah. We could stick with... Uh, we Now, all right. For argument's sake... I think cider, cider might have been a better option than beer, because in true, um, that could be an interesting pick. That's a sleeper pick right there. The unofficial Three. drink or hard drink, cider. Uh, George Washington owned a cidery. Um, I think John Adams had one too. Um, uh, they and uh, the uh, most of the founding fathers drank cider a lot of them preferred cider to beer um the uh most and and when you think about it that way the popularity of cider really kind of originated in the states in the colonies it wasn't really a bit commonly drunk anywhere else that i know of i think that would be a good pick you know matt one u.s state does have apple cider as their official beverage can you guess which state new york there's his milk. They, that, they had all apple things. They had apple muffin. Yeah, you would they had think. Apple, there was the fruit. You know, all this milk just tells me the got milk people really did their jobs well. That's that's what we're yeah. doing. No, it's the great state of New Hampshire. Oh, would have never guessed that. Apparently, they like apple cider there only only since 2010. And I'm assuming Vermont, they just drink maple syrup, right? No, they drink milk. <laughs> Milk. You guessed it. <laughs> All right. Good. Well, that was a that one wasn't too bad. Um, oh, you know what we could do too is we could do the official the official beverage of the United States is cider, and the official soft drink is cola. Yeah. You know, because we can we make our own rules, so there's no wrong answers. So, yeah. Now, what else would you like to pick officially? How about we go with color? What's the official U.S. color? Red, white, and blue. Those are three colors. You can have. Uh, you can have uh, the state of Maryland has four official colors: red, Make white, it, black, and gold. Long story short, it's purple because <laughs> that's what happens when you mix red and blue. Although, if you throw the white in there, it might come out as pink. I, okay. I'd go with pink. It's a great color. Yeah, it's the official pink. color of this show. Well, purple. Yes, purple is the official color of this show, as well as Minnesota. Yeah, and the um, Barney. Barney <laughs> dies. Also and royalty. Royalty. As well. Um, how about you? You, you're, you get the next pick. Okay, I've got the list here. Um, what about dog breed? Okay. Most I'm, I'm states, interested. not most states actually, only maybe 10 states have an official dog breed. Um, oh, I actually have a bunch more have them proposed. What is the most American dog, Matt? It's got to be the Golden Retriever. It's got to be. You feel very confident in that. So confident in that. Well, they were originally bred in Scotland, Matt. But But I'm just thinking, not where they're bred, I'm just thinking... Sorry, there was a fly... Uh, when you just think of an American dog, a dog that an American has, I, to me, that screams golden retriever. Um, yeah, I mean, I see that. Like Bud or Freedom or something like that. Yeah. Eats steak right off the grill. Okay, no, I don't. If, is your dog doing that, Matt? <laughs> no, I don't. Because that's really have, not safe. I'm I'm just saying the quintessential Joe American, Joe. Joe America. His dog is a golden retriever. What about the American bulldog? That's stout, that has tough, American right name. It's got American in the name. Comes from America. Like cheating. The American foxhound. That's pretty historical. 
that's cool. You know, the, uh, you know, scent hounds, they hunt foxes, obviously, originating in America. Did you ever see that movie, The Fox and the Hound? Oh, of course, Matt. We were born about the same time. I think every person of our age uh, is, is intimately familiar with that film. That was a sad, sad movie. It was. They really tugged at the heartstrings. Um, all right. I, I'm good with that. I'm good with the American fox sound being the... I've never... I don't know. What do they look like? Uh, I'm just going to put up a picture. They kind of look like... Well, they look like a hound. You know, lar- larger ears, thin legs. Mid-sized tail. I can describe the appearance from Wikipedia. They weigh anywhere between 65 and 75 pounds. Um, the legs of a foxhound are very long and straight boned. Oh, okay. And their I've chest is narrowed. Before. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's lean. Okay. We could certainly... I don't know. This is a hard now, one. See, I it's, and it's the it cousin all. of the English foxhound. A lot of the times, England and America are described as cousins. I think I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've solved the problem, Matt. You can relax because I figured out what the correct answer to this problem is. You ready? I'm ready. I think it should be a dog that originated from, from America, by the way. A workhorse dog, a dog very common on family farms throughout the 20s and 30s during the prime of America. A dog that that killed rodents kept farms safe protected the american people the greyhound no oh the rat terrier no what it's also because i i have a rat terrier oh that's no that's not which fair it's just cheating and that's she's, cheating actually i had i had two i only have one but they're great and i think you should uh and i think it should be the rat terrier they they come from america um let me explain to you the history that um, they were used for hunting rats, vermin, and small games such as squirrels and hare. Um, uh, let's see. Loyal hunting companions. One of the most popular dog types from the 20s to the 40s. All right. I'm just going to bring out the only piece of evidence I have in this argument. Do you want the official dog of your country to be associated with killing rodents. Yeah, just like America kills its enemies. I arrest my case. Oh, so that was an easy one. All right, good. I'm glad we <laughs> solved that one. That was... I'm going to say the I'm going to say the greyhounds. I mentioned um, that before, and it, it just kind of clicked. Well, might, the greyhound bus might it help which if is I such a such a, a an culturally American. American thing. Would it help if I told you some of the actual official state dogs of the United States? Did, uh, oh, okay. That, that would work, yeah. Maybe. So, uh, Alaska, the Alaskan Malamute. Okay. Uh, Maryland, the Chesapeake Bay Retriever. Massachusetts, of course, has the Boston Terrier. Um, Pennsylvania's is the Great Dane. Texas has the Blue Lacey. Virginia has the American Foxhound. Um wow. Georgia has proposed, well, did propose in 1991, and it did not pass to make Golden Retriever the official dog. Um, Georgia's it didn't pass. No, apparently not. Um, wow. Georgia this year proposed the English Fans Bulldog. Of the Black Lab rose up and knocked that one down. Well, how about your Labrador Retriever was proposed in Maine in 2015? Okay. So there you go. That's a selection there more, but you get the idea. So it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I'm still voting for the Rat Terrier, but. I think we're going to let our viewers decide. <laughs> let the fans at home decide. Good. I like it. Um, all right. What else do we have? Your favorite official dessert. Dessert. Oh, that's, are you kidding? That's a great one. The official, official dessert. And it can't be, it can't be the apple pie. Um, I feel like that's become an icon all unto itself. Oh, you want to you want to bring up a lesser dessert? Yeah, from... I'm thinking of of one that's not the apple. The apple pie can be the official pie, or it can be it can just be a cultural staple, like an official dessert. 
Well, and to be fair, a state already has the apple pie as its state pie. Can you guess which state? The same state that has it as its official fruit. It's New York. No. It is the apple muffin is the official muffin of New York. And the and the apple is the official the state fruit. fruit. Yes, but another state also has it. Huh. New Hampshire. There's a spider on my computer. You're extremely close. Try again. The state no. right between those two. Wait, what? The state right between those two. There are many states. No, New York me. and New Hampshire. Oh, it's Vermont. It's Vermont. It is, in fact, Vermont. Yeah. Yes, sir. Apple pie. All right. Well, then, what? What is the uh, United States dessert? Uh, chocolate pudding. <laughs> Come on. Why is that so funny? I think we'd be laughed out of the UN if we chose it's, chocolate pudding. I don't understand. It's a great dessert. You can it's, actually put it in a pie shell and make it into a pie. You can put whipped cream on it. It's you can such put a, bananas in it. That's really good. It's such a simpleton dessert, Matt. You can put chocolate. It's very simple. That sucks. But that's I'm, what I'm, I'm sorry. It's like it's it's quick. It's fast. You like it's already made. That really bums me out. <laughs> I would be so bummed out. It's like, it's like, good news, we have an official United States dessert. Chocolate pudding. <laughs> oh. How about angel food cake? What? Well, okay. I want to hear your explanation on that one. Are you just naming desserts that come to the top of your head? It's light and fluffy. Like America. Well, uh, yeah. And it just tastes really good. Yeah, that's true. I got I got one. All right. Come up with a better one. Something distinctly American. Create uh, popularized during one of the most successful times in recent American history. A dessert that exemplifies the American family and their dedication to fine cuisine. It would be none other than Jello. Okay. Here's my problem with the Jello. Uh you you for lack of a better term, crapped all over my chocolate pudding idea. And then I come up with jello. <laughs> and you came up with jello. <laughs> That's a problem right there. I think in and of that's itself. Fair. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hurt you on that one. That one's fair. Yeah, that's okay. Let's 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 scrap both of those. How about? Although I will say jello is the official state snack of There's Utah. There's always room for jello. In Utah. Yeah, um um, I'm going to say, how's this? The parfait. The parfait. Okay. Parfait. It's red, white, and blue. True. Well, it can be if you make it in a way that's red, white, and blue. Well, the kind that you would buy in McDonald's is red, white, and blue. <laughs> yeah, okay. Strawberries and blueberries. Sure. Uh, it's layered. And multifaceted, just like the multi-ethnic, multi-cultural nation of the United States. And it's really nutritious. It has, and it has basically all you need. It has vitamins, it has protein, it has carbs. It's a great way to start your day. My problem is if we're going to pick cola as the official beverage <laughs> and then no be, like, we... be like, well, that's unhealthy. So we'll pick the parfait to seem a little healthier. Well, I, don't, I don't know about – I don't know if it's because of that. I think if anything, that also illustrates how, um, how, how multifaceted we are as a nation. I Yet guess. somehow still unified. The other problem is, Matt, use some, some uh, word entomology here. Uh, where does the word parfait come from? It's French. It's, it's a French, French word. It's French. Parfaits are French. <laughs> come but on. You know what? Look far enough in our history and we were English and but Matt, French. Matt, this is the country that changed the name of French fries to freedom fries. Come oh, on. This is, this is maybe half of that country did, but maybe the lunatic half. Some of us never changed it back. Um. Parfait's not a bad option, but I'm going to one-up it because we got to – let's take the parfait, Americanize it, right? None of this French granola healthy BS. The ice cream sundae invented in the United States. Yes. A decadent sweet treat that comes from this country. 
Did you look that up somewhere? Um, yes and no. I went to the I went to the Wikipedia page for parfait. Okay. And it says and see okay. also Sunday, and then I clicked, and That's it turns still, out it's from America. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you credit for that. That's genius. I can't argue with that. The ice cream sundae is a great dessert, and it's purely American. That's it. Ice cream sundae it is. Do you know that at least eight different cities have claimed to have invented the ice cream sundae? Wow. Wasn't it invented by, well, ice cream itself? Yeah. By Dolly Madison? Or at least allegedly. About that. Could have just been one of those things that's ascribed to a famous person. Well, but you know, Wikipedia says it dates back to ancient Greece. So, ancient Wikipedia Greece, says everything well, dates back to ancient. Greece. To be fair, though, it says ancient Greeks ate snow mixed with honey and fruit in the markets of Athens. So, if you consider that ice cream, all right. Well, where were they getting snow if Greece is a Mediterranean climate? That's what I want to know. Uh, you know, it is Wikipedia, so you know, take it with a grain of salt. In China, they were eating a frozen mixture of milk and rice around 200 BC. It's still not ice cream. It ain't ice cream. That's all I'm going to say. All right. I like the sundae. I think that's a good choice. And, oh, the other thing, too, is I think I might have scrolled by it that the sundae... Oh, no, it's not. Okay, I thought it was the uh, official uh, dessert of a state, but it somehow isn't. Ice cream is for a few states, but... Like Connecticut, it's the state dessert, but um, but not the Sunday. Hey, Matt, could I ask you a question? What's that? Mr. And you Sean? don't you don't have to answer it if you don't like. You keep Fire looking away. to the side a lot. Me? Yes, as we talk, you look to the side a lot. You, you like this? Yes. Is there something over there you're looking at? I'm uh, just curious. To be the um, this this little baseball game going okay. on right. That's fine. I'm not going to fault you. <laughs> I have watched more than my fair share of sporting events while doing these shows. I'm not going to fault yeah. you. I just wanted it's to know. The computer's positioned in a, in a way that's inconvenient. And anytime, so, it looks like something exciting happens every two seconds. I, but then can in I reality, you, it's really just a replay. Can I give you like, a pro tip, Matt? What's the pro tip? Put the TV behind the camera. And so okay. it looks like you're looking at the person, but really you're yeah, watching the game. That would be a pro tip, but it's, it's a pretty big TV. <laughs> I'm just kidding with you. I believe me, um, I've done that plenty. No, but... I think we, we've talked a lot about the food. Oh, here we go. All we ever talk about is food, to be Official, fair. Official, it is. We do talk a lot about the food. <laughs> Official U.S. musical instrument. Ooh, that is a good one. Most states, not most states, several states have official instruments. I'm not a good uh, historian of instruments, though. I don't know what it, you know, I'd have to, you know, I think I know the answer, but I'm going to let you go first on this one. I feel like I want to say saxophone. Because it's the sexiest instrument. Yes. 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 That's basically it. Also, I think it was invented. Was it invented in the United States? I'm sure. We're I was just thinking well. jazz. I know jazz is something that's a purely American uh, invention. Uh, it was invented in uh, Belgium. Damn. But pop, we can say popularized in America, sure. Yeah, like, but that's not good enough. What's another jazzy instrument that may or may not have been invented in the United States? How about the the cymbals? No, I don't think they were invented in the United States. I think I know. They almost the definitely weren't. Actually, I have two. Because I did Wikipedia American musical instruments. So once the again, Sean Jennings... Cheating. I know the sousaphone definitely. That would have been the easy answer. That's a good one. I didn't one. want to say. Because the sousaphone was invented by John Philip Sousa, I think. Or at least named after him. No, it, it, it was built at the request of. Of John Philip Sousa. Yep. All right. So he had, yeah, he had it. It was his vision. Mm-hmm. And he's a very famous American composer. Composed basically every famous American march you can think of. Mm-hmm. And you wear it, and it's big and ostentatious. It is. That is a good. That is a good pick. The problem is, I don't think the tuba is as popular as it used to be. <laughs> I think you got part of the problem there. But 
I have the answer. Ready for this? Go for it. The most American instrument, an instrument that's played nowhere else in the world but the United States. Really? An instrument that is ingrained in our culture and that represents a certain time and place in American history. I am, of course, talking about... Go on. The banjo. Whoa. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. A a truly American instrument um, and a jazz instrument as well as a a folk instrument, bluegrass, you name it. Um, And an instrument that really is is not played too much around the world. It's really an American instrument. So it really is. I think that that would be an interesting choice. My first choice was going to be the synthesizer. That's what I thought you were going to an, say. An instrument that, that defined the greatest cultural time in American history, the 1980s. Of course. Where, where music really just, <laughs> it peaked, and it's all been downhill, and that's, and that's because of the synthesizer. But I like the banjo. Yeah, banjo's good. But I like the sousaphone. I think, I think it should be that the banjo is the official string instrument, and that the sousaphone is the official brass instrument. Okay. We could always do that. And I, I like that, because I think both are, are good, and... You know, there are a lot of other... The jug. That could be the official percussive instrument. The kazoo. Maybe. The official wind instrument. The washboard. The wa- now we're just making a band. We're just making like an old-timey folk don't, band. Don't laugh because washboard, jug, kazoo are all on the uh, the list of American musical instruments. So you're not far off. Yeah. Ukulele. That might be a fun one. People <gasps> wouldn't, wouldn't expect that. Yeah. Because it, well, it is it is Hawaiian, so. Can we make that one? Yeah, that's up there with the banjo. The banjo and the ukulele. I think, you know, what we need is a musical battle. Yeah. Between the two, and, and the, the winner moves on to become the official I, instrument. Yeah. I, I would pay pay-per-view money to see that. Battle of the century. <laughs> Except neither of us know how to play those instruments. So. <laughs> no, God, no, it shouldn't be us battle. playing them. Absolutely not. That yeah. would be a disaster. Would you like to know some of the uh, official state instruments of the United States, Matt? Yeah. As we continue ahead. to learn things. Uh, one, two, three, four states have the fiddle as their official yep. instruments. Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, and South Dakota. Texas is the guitar. Wisconsin is the accordion. Washington State is the drums. Um, Louisiana is the Cajun accordion. And Kentucky is an instrument I've never heard of before. The Appalachian uh, dulcimer is a fretted string instrument of the zither family. I've heard of the dulcimer. I think it's Turkish by origin. Um, well, the Appalachian dulcimer. Oh, no, the Appalachian one definitely isn't. Right. Um, but I that's think a the good, dulcimer uh... Oh, yeah, there's a Swedish yeah, version, a Norwegian version, a German version, a French version. Um, we totally could have had uh, we could have had this instrument on our um, it on is our instrument show. Yeah, here, I'll play a sample for the folks at home, Matt. You won't hear it, but uh, let's see what it sounds like. I like it. It's got a good sound, actually. I think it's nice. I think it'd be better in a band on its own. It's, but uh, but oh, that's cool. I wouldn't have known that. Neat. Mm. All right, Matt. Well, sadly, um, we're out of time. Wow. I know it. It just flies. Just yep. Just flies by. All good things. I don't know what's what's the uh, what's the score of the baseball game, by the way. Uh, it is eight seven in favor of the Metropolitans at the moment. Go Mets. Let's go Mets. I see what you're saying. Go, who are they playing? Right. I hope it's not the Houston Astros. Yeah. Um, so we are out of time, uh, Matt. I don't know. Do we want to mention uh, very quickly the uh, the movie draft? Has anything really changed? Uh, yes. Yes, it has. Week? Yes, it oh, has. Okay. Significantly. Wow. Okay. We had what came two, out? We had two big... Well, okay. So the movies that came out... Um, were um, Purge Election Year and Legend of Tarzan. The problem is, um, for some reason, a lot of people went to the movies this past week, so a lot of past movies. Um, Finding Dory actually made an extra $100 million since we last checked in. 
so two big changes to the rankings. Um, Mike is still in fifth at $177 million, but Matt, you fell from third to fourth. You're now in fourth with $288 million, Colby in third with $309 million. Now, the other big piece, you ready for this? Our number one player, me, crossed the billion dollar mark. <laughs> I have made $1.066 billion. You know, I'd like to hear Roger Goodell get up at the beginning of the season and be like, good news, everybody. I just passed the $30 billion mark. I am now $30 billion richer than when I started the NFL. Well, he didn't start the NFL. See, I thought you were going to make a deflate joke and say, you know, I went up there, you know, he goes up there and says, Sean uh, overinflated his billion dollars and uh, we're going to sanction him the win. But no, sadly, it, it turns out when you pick the second, third, fourth, and fifth highest grossing movies of the summer, um, you do pretty well. Wow. Now, you want to hear the uh, the good news, Matt? Pays to do your homework. I, well, you know, that's, you know, we knew Finding Dory was going to be big, and we knew The Jungle Book was a bit of a surprise. Also, a lot of yeah. the movies this summer sucked. I mean, even Angry Birds was, I think, the fifth or sixth highest grossing so far. And who would have thought that? The good news, Matt, I was reading, uh, you have the secret life of pets this coming, this weekend. Yeah. It's on track to do an $80 million opening weekend, which is huge, will be one of the biggest of this summer. Okay. So that's good news. Something Uh, to look forward to. The bad news is it's your last movie, and that means you'll have to make about $700 million. It's all pretty much hinging on this one. I could get like... Maybe third or second. I don't know. Um, Who knows? Well, you don't need a lot to cross. Well, Dan's done. I mean, he just has Pete's Dragon, which even if it does another hundred million, <laughs> you know, if Secret Life of Pets does two hundred. You're in the mix. Now, who who grabbed the Star Trek movie again? So the the only remaining movies, and they're very few, believe it or not, is is Dan has Pete's Dragons, and you have Secret Life of Pets, and then it's Colby with Star Trek and Jason Bourne, which he needs to do about seven hundred combined. Yeah. And then Mike as Ghostbusters, Ice Age Collision Course, and Suicide Squad, which he needs to do about 800. Um, no, closer to 900 million combined. Um, put it this way, I am officially calling myself the presumptive winner. Wow. Just just like wow. my man Donald Trump, I am the presumptive, right, <laughs> the presumptive winner. But we'll see. Hey, you never know anything can happen. But um, yeah, it was a little uh, little lopsided, but it was a uh, it was a tough summer this year. I'm not gonna lie, a, a lot of movies that I thought would do better, you know, um, Warcraft made 46 million dollars. Like I would not have guessed that. Yeah, I really that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 79. Pop Star made nine million dollars. I mean, it, it was just a weird summer. Yeah, if you didn't get one of the, you know, we only had three movies above 150 million, so. You know, if you, yeah. I guess everyone went to go see those three and then didn't, didn't bother seeing anything else. Yeah. I went to the movies less this summer than I normally do. So I understand. There really wasn't that many spectacular things to see. I wasn't that excited. I mean, being someone who's not a huge Marvel guy and not a huge, um, kid movie guy i I guess there wasn't really a lot left and then i was i was planning on going to see warcraft i wasn't gung-ho about it but i was thinking about it and then it just got it just got destroyed in the reviews you know you know what happened to me was i've i think i've just gotten to the point where i just say i'll watch it at home when it comes out i mean i really yeah I think Captain America was a unique example where I am just a big Marvel fan and I just wanted to see it on the screen. But, like, I'm a big X-Men fan. I've seen all the movies. I own them on Blu-ray. I'm a big fan. But, honestly, A, the reviews weren't great. But, B, it was just, you know, I just, it's it's a hassle to go to the theater. I'll just, they make it so easy to get at home. It's true. It's And it's it's just better at home. You don't have to deal with people talking or munching their popcorn. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's the the like, 3D isn't anything worth seeing. You gotta, you gotta go back and rewatch our movie theater episode to find out um, <laughs> what's what ailing our nation's theaters. theaters. Can do. Well, yeah, what what can they do to bring back to make movies fun again? Like chocolate covered crickets. Um, exactly. All right, Matt. Well, this has been fun. Anything else you'd like to uh, to add before we wrap up the official podcast of the United States? Mm, I wish we had a category called. 
official U.S. ideas, and we can come up with the best U.S. ideas because there are so many great ideas just like this podcast. Hot damn, Matt. That does sound good, but certainly not tonight. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Of course, our website, upfordebate.tv. You should go there, get all the information on the show, uh, past episodes, audio, video. They're all there. Um, where you can subscribe, if you hit the subscribe button, it'll get you links for um, iTunes and Stitcher Radio and Google Play Music and and most major podcasting apps and RSS um, and also all our social channels. So Twitter, at TV, Facebook, please like us, and you can get the live stream Up For Debate TV on Facebook um, as well as on YouTube. And I will say upfordebate.tv slash draft if you'd like to follow along in the movie draft. The sheet's embedded there, and you can see every week how we're doing. Um, I don't know what we're going to talk about next time, but we will talk about something. Um, and I think it will be fun, and I think you should come back and join us. On behalf of Matt, this is Sean. Thanking everybody for joining us this week. We can't wait to see you next time for more Up For Debate. Rich Niche. Go hashtag go Grits. <laughs>